But out of curiosity, what would you think? <laughs> the badgers. Fierce. And taking on foes larger than ourselves. Duly noted. We, are these the badgers that enjoy honey? We're that, the badgers. Because in that case, I wouldn't care. <laughs> I, you were doing so well till that moment. I could see it. Uh, you had most recently uh, been sent to the catacombs below the Cathedral of Dianek, where you found what? Jerky. Mummies. The undead. A child? Someone who's immortal? Yes. <laughs> All those things and more. Also, I don't like talking to people. Neither do I. People mm -hmm. suck. Yep. Yeah, getting mummy rot is my idea of a good time. Chapter 232. Badgers? We don't need no stinking badgers. Okay. Anyway. So, um, so we're going to leave you on yet another cliffhanger with what happened there because we are back with the Dragonborn. And... Uh, Cue Godzilla sounds. Yes. Bong, bong, bong. And you had uh, had just re even the most brief of downtimes. Uh, you had most recently uh, been sent to the catacombs below the Cathedral of Dianek, where you found what? Jerky. Mummies. The undead. A child? Someone who's immortal? Yes. <laughs> All those things and more. Jerky. <laughs> yes, so you had gotten down into the catacombs below the... Um, Cathedral of Dynect and found out that it seems that perhaps a lol has been sneaking into them uh, disguised as one of the acolytes named Tristan who apparently at some point in time became the deceased acolyte named Tristan some, several months ago perhaps so whether um, a lol killed him or if uh, one of the uh, other baddies in the catacombs killed him that Alowal has raised uh it's either neither here nor there because uh, you did find the body of tristan down there and you found a number of mummies so Alowal uh, had uh, animated several of the honored dead and you end up having to fight them and uh, everyone got mummy rot it was all sorts of fun uh, but that actually went pretty well really on the whole yeah getting mummy rot is my idea of a good time definitely yes um and um Actually, it was really interesting because when you fought the four lesser mummies, uh, you had basically fumbled all your roles and, and it was a bit of a trial. And then when you finally faced the mummy lord himself, um, you got all 19s and 21s and 28s and just breezed through that one, even though he pulled out all of his tricks. But there we are. But anyway, you uh, are you I trying said, to say we went and said, who's your daddy to the mummy? Something like that. That was legit. That was legit. You know, anytime I, I, he says, I remember the fight getting kind of gritty, though. Yes, it's kind of fun. Like every time he says that was legit, is because it wasn't. But yeah, mm -hmm. dullards. Anyway, so uh, you have had just the briefest of downtimes, uh, chance to kind of patch up the wounds there, um, and um, you receive another missive uh, from Sinia. And she has asked you to report to the captain of the guard, uh, the person in charge of the security in the first circle. Um, 
Sora is not with you uh, because she has actually been tasked to head up uh, Sinia's personal security detail. They're heading out to some function or another. As usual, it's kind of over you guys' head exactly what all these lowlanders do with their time. But uh, Sora has been tasked to go along with. But the rest of you are supposed to go and see the captain of the guard. Okay. I guess we go. Dun, dun, dun. Where dun, exactly? Dun, where dun, exactly dun. are we meeting him at? Um, so he would undoubtedly be um, over at the uh, baronial estate of the Baron himself. Oh. Yeah. But you're not meeting with the Baron, but the, the captain there. All right. Well, got your drum? I always have my drum. We know. Have drum, will travel. Someone go get Nadar from the gardens. I know he's talking to the something over there. Chipmunks. Finger foods. Bon yeah, Nadar was uh, not here last time because he was out busy with something. But actually, why don't we go really quick around just and give the quick 30 second who you are and what you do. So, Melanie? I'm Petrin. I am a bronze dragonborn and I'm a rogue and I have a fancy dagger from the Snow Owl clan. Very good. Andrew? I am Heskin. I am a seventh level battlemaster and I make big chunks into small chunks. I'm also a cousin to Nadar. Very good. Bryce? I'm Rogar, the brass dragonborn barbarian. I hit things. I have occasional good ideas. True, true. And uh, Matt? I'm Kravash of the Elk Clan. I am the bardiest bard that's ever barded, and I never have good ideas. But strangely, you're able to convince everybody to go along with you, even though you never have good ideas. This is true. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then, um, Owen, since we didn't see you the last uh, go around with the Dragonborn, why don't you give us the rundown on your character? Give us the long version. Yeah, so I play Nadar, the druid from the Raven Clan, Blue Dragonborn. He is a circle of the shepherd, which means that he can summon totems and things like that to give his party buffs and other cool things. Um, being a druid, he's respectful of all things in nature and is disappointed in his other clanmates for betraying the laws of balance in druiddom. Real good. And what kind of weapons and armor does he carry? He wears hide armor and carries a quarterstaff and a scimitar, although he generally uses more um, wild shape or spells. Real good. Yeah. Excellent. Well, it'll be good to have him back in the fold there and uh, having fun. So, yeah, uh, there you are. Uh, you've gotten this this uh, note uh, asking your attendance there at the uh, captain of the guard. Excellent. So, once Nadar joins us, I guess we go that way. I will play a merry tune. That we, would be we, most we should probably tell our employer or something. She told us. Oh, yeah. she did. Yeah. yeah. So it's just a barbarian. Don't expect much. I, I just expected that offered the paper acknowledgement to the. I'm pretty sure there's gate guards here and head out on the main stretch toward the Baron place. Yes. And uh, speaking of guards, that is one thing that you have noticed just in the last um, short time is uh, 
even when you first arrived here in Port of Magnum, um, all of the first circle and you know most of the second circle, some of the, even the third circle estates had some kind of guard out in front. Although your practice eye, especially as a battle master there, Heskin, um, you you know sized up the the guards there and, and realized that in a lot of cases they were pretty much there for show. I mean, they could hold a sword and they could look menacing, but you didn't really see much in the way of training or skill with these guys. So, I mean, clearly these were just um, there to uh, provide some kind of uh, show presence in front in case anybody decided to uh, try to force their way. They would have yet one more, uh, one more reason not to, but you didn't really think that they were an effective fighting force. Um, that has changed. That has changed in especially just in the last several weeks. Um, where most places had like a guard on either side of the gate, uh, once again, for mostly ceremonial purposes. Um, there are now two or four guards on either side of the gate on most places. And as we said before, they, these ones look ready for battle. Um, they, you know, it's, it's not the, the pretty guards that you saw before that were just kind of there as, as wall decorations that, you get the feeling that these ones, you know, they, they actually eye people going back and forth uh, as if they're ready for, at any moment for something to happen. And with good reason, at any moment, things have been happening. You know, even uh, the Fraser household was attacked by undead. So good times. Yes. So things are definitely more uh, more tenuous and it shows. And, and you, you also just kind of feel the tension in the air as you go around. Um, as we said, most of the time people are hurrying from place to place. You don't see people leisurely strolling anymore. And most of the time it's uh, not the landowners themselves, but their servants that are going you know, from place to place. And then oftentimes with a guard escort, at least along with them. Or at the very least, they go in groups of several people. Are So I'm assuming like there are attacks all over, but is it like, are the more organized attacks things that happen in the richer places where there are guards? Or are there just like raids through the lower levels that is a great question um and what you have heard obviously you don't get the whole set of news you know living in in the, the smokehouse there but what you have heard has led you to believe that it is basically just random across everywhere mm. um you know the in fact the, as you can imagine the the ones in the uh lower circles um oftentimes tear into several households before um, the people can stand up any sort of a resistance again it, against it. And the uh, you've heard that the guard companies have had to start to step up operations in the lower circles just because there's less uh, chance for the people to fight back there. Things are not all equal here. That is certainly something that you have noticed, yes. Um, even, even more so than the you know, main party when they came into town. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, you're taking off. Any any other uh, things you need to poke into while you're on your way to the Baronial Estate? I know at some point I want to get some magical weapons because it's not being able to hit for full power is really getting to annoy me. Mm-hmm. But that's something we'll have to address with Cynthia when she comes back with Sarah. Mm-hmm. It seems like she could equip some of us with some Well, she items. did give us some nice gifts. I'm not saying anything against that. Just now that we see more of what we're facing offensively we could all use something similar to what you have with your glaive definitely yeah um it also occurs to you that this might be something you can bring up with the captain of the guard if anybody has access to magical Mm -hmm. weapons it probably is him 
They've got to have some sort of store for the barony itself. Um, other than the fact that just a general confusion as we're trying to adjust as quickly as possible to being here in the city, um, have things been easier on us recently, or are we very much still the outcasts? Well, you, you definitely still are the oddball out in this whole equation. I mean, no one else has a, a group of dragonborn, um, and as we said the the last time, this has also made you kind of famous. You know, you, you know, you you are uh, the Fraser household's crack, uh, you know, att- uh, attack and defense squad. And uh, you have uh, really made a name for yourself as brutal fighters that can stand up to just about any threat. We need a group of name. The what? smart ones. What are we called? Dragonborn. We've formed our own little clan here. What is it? The, the smart ones. The fluffy bunny clan? Chipmunk mm-hmm. clan. I think that's something we should ask when Sora comes back since she's mm-hmm. typically our warm, our nun not quite acknowledged war leader. But out of curiosity, what would you think? <laughs> the badgers. Fierce. And taking on foes larger than ourselves. Duly noted. We, are these the badgers that enjoy honey? We're that, the badgers. Because in that case, I wouldn't care. <laughs> I, you were doing so well till that moment. I could see it. Maybe uh, the badger's not the way to go. <laughs> if that was any indication, I don't think the Badgers is a place yeah. to go. Red alert. Don't know. It's not necessarily a bad idea. I've heard uh, some of the war leader Craval's people refer to themselves as relic seekers. So it seems to be a name that's catchy. You know, so finding a name is not a bad idea. I really think Badgers is a good one. Um, Uh-oh. Our liege is the swan. <laughs> I think the, the, the one we're, is the one we're assigned is to. a good one. Anyone want to refute that? I think you're bad. Is it an insight check? A twenty-one. Oh. Twenty-one. You have to. You have to uh, beat my persuasion. My intelligence roll is a six. You think the badgers are just fine? Next. No, I, I forgot oh. what a badger is. You nope. forgot what a badger is. Anyone? I, believe, I honestly believe that you believe that's a good idea. <laughs> you, you, so far, you guys are blowing it so bad. What skill is this? Well, I don't yeah, know, wisdom. I wisdom imagine. to counter my persuasion. Yeah, no. And I got a four. You know what? Badgers, it is. Let's wait until again. We'll talk with Sora. You, you I failed. Did. You all failed your wisdom well, checks. Well, you, you guys all do think that yeah, Badgers is a very enticing name for the group. That's that's what you think. Yeah. Um, our war leader's brother's household name is the Swan. Yeah, so I don't know if Badgers should, and Swans necessarily go together. Should we incorporate that? Anyway, we can do this when we have all the people. Let's. I don't think. Let, the let's swan not. The, the Swaggers. Let Let's make it to How the about guard. The bonds. Nope. The Badgers is good. Or the Bonbons. There we go. Uh, the bon, bon, go. Bon. Don't bon, make bon, me bon, roll bon, again. Bon. Don't make me roll again. I got a 17. 21 again. again. I got lower. Kay. 38. Um, does the Fraser household <laughs> in, uh, employ any paladins that could be away from him but close to me? <laughs> All I know is I persuaded you again. It took me a minute, but I got up for that. really good now. Uh, as we're all sort of jokingly about badgers, have we approached the Baron's location yet? Yeah, so you're strolling down the street and you come up to the Baronial Estate, and you've been here with uh, Sinia when she's had business in the in the uh, keep. And as you approach the uh, 
guards, of course, know you on site and, and swing the gates open. And uh, and I'm sure to say the badgers have arrived. And they kind of look at you with a puzzled look, but ignore you know, him. Just yeah. ignore him. They, they, uh, he said it in draconic, so yes. they didn't even understand. You, you mentioned that the guards at the Fraser Estate now look more like guards. They can actually do something. Yes. How about the guards here? These ones have always been more of a you know business-minded group, but yeah. And right now, like I said, there are there are a good eight guards here at the front, and um, you know, and one of the interesting things is it's now a mixed lot. A lot of times it's just been armed toughs, essentially, you mm-hmm. know, with a with a sword. Um, and it's not. There's, on each side of the gate, there's a, one of the soldiers is carrying a pole arm. And then two of the other ones have sword and shield now. So they have a, the ability to actually go and form a, a mini shield wall and, and attack with the pole arms from behind. And then you get the feeling that like the other two of them are not dressed in, in uh, heavy armor. You get the feeling that there may actually be healers now in the group in front. Like one of them might be a druid or perhaps a ranger. And uh, then the other one um, is probably a cleric of some sort. So I'll just lightly tap Nadar and kind of look, indicate the one that looks like it might be a druid to him. You can roll a religion check if you want to. See what you think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love that confidence. Nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. The way he carries himself, you you would expect that that's really actually a ranger, so probably has the ability to do um, healing, but uh, is also you know more of a fighter. I look really excited, and then mm. I look less excited. <laughs> the badgers, the badgers, fearsome as we go. Yeah, oh, you keep, sorry. You keep working on that one. Yeah. Workshop that. See what we can do later tonight yeah. with it. All of his ideas only really work in Draconic. Yeah, yeah. That, that's that's yeah, actually. Yeah, they a, do yeah. lose something in translation. Mm-hmm. At least uh, that's our that's our <laughs> that's our go to now. Yeah. Um, Captain of the Guard is where. Yeah, it's, so they it's, they uh, send actually the Ranger with you up there, and he uh, leads you up to the Baronial Estate. And instead of actually going into the the main manor house. There's actually a uh, little sub-building off to the left, which would probably be an entire house um, in the second circle or below. And um, he just basically just goes right in the front door past the, the two guards that are standing on either side there. And you realize that this is a barracks. There is nothing fancy about this at all. It's just you can just see a hallway going to either direction has uniform doors um, that, you know, one of them's open, you can see, just kind of leads to a, a uh, cell or a, uh, a room that seems just to have a pair of beds on either side, foot lockers, nothing fancy about it. It's pretty much just general issue military barracks at this point. This might be the closest I've seen to them living closer to like us. Mm-hmm. It is. For a change. It is. And... Um, he goes right to the stairs right in front and just immediately starts pelting up the stairs at a, a brisk trot. Um, and when you come around the corner um, of the stairs, there is another door. And this one's a little bit more ornate than the last ones. You know, it's just a, it's, instead of being kind of the same one, it's, it's a little wider and taller. Mm-hmm. And um, he knocks respectfully. And there is a uh, call from inside to uh, come on in. And they open up the door, and in there is 
actually a fairly portly human. But at the same time that he's kind of portly, you get the feeling that, um, you know, he may be carrying some extra weight with him, but it's sort of the feeling you get when you're, you know, like dealing with a, a uh, defensive lineman for a football team or something like that, where you're like, this guy can carry this around and you can just feel that he's dangerous. And he's actually dressed in chainmail, um, and, uh, you know, carries dagger and sword on his hip and uh he's got a helmet on the desk but uh, not on and uh he uh kind of stands up when you arrive says ah yes just the people i was looking for come in come in sit down and he says thank you Alan. thank you uh back to the gate with you and uh he does have enough seats there for all of you if you wish to sit cautiously sit down to make sure it can hold our weight and am amazingly there's sturdy chairs as you can imagine if they're actually going to hold people in armor and he says ah thank you very much yes uh, well i needn't say that uh your reputation precedes you um but that being said that's not why i called you here um we have basically asked all of the houses if they can't spare anybody at all and see if we can't track down the source of the contamination that is spreading these undead throughout the barony. Um, Port of Magnum has been under siege and we need sturdy um, fighters like yourselves to turn over every stone, to poke into every hollow and see if we can't unearth where these undead are coming from. I understand you all got involved in a bit of a dust up over at the Cathedral of Dynect. Apparently someone had been sneaking in and raising the dead from there. And so what I need from all of you, um, basically, and, and I've uh, got the okay from, from each of the houses, including yours there at Fraser, uh, any time that you are not dedicated to doing something else, I need you to be investigating where this could be coming from and see if we can't uproot and outroot the problem figure out where it's coming from and get rid of it i okay kind of already had but okay well you we get the feeling that you stamped out one tiny little flame of a brush fire that's going on here um obviously the undead have been appearing in all parts of the city um at all times of the day and night so uh, we can't narrow it down to just uh, what the problem that you have taken care of there must be there must be a den somewhere that all of this is coming out of. Okay. Um, I guess the first thing I would think is, uh, where do you have your largest collection of trophies? Uh, yes. Um, so there are several uh, burial grounds that might contain dead bodies, including entombed ones, um, in each of the circles of Port of Magnum. Um, in addition, uh, the pauper's graves are outside of town, um, but we immediately set guards on that and have seen no uh, activity from there. But it is our thought that at this late stage, that whoever is doing this animation of corpses probably long ago gathered the corpses they need. Now we just need to figure out where the hidey hole is that they're in, that they can go and bolt to in between these sieges so somewhere they've secreted all of these bodies that they're now animating i don't know that we're unfortunately we don't have our 
normal leader here, Sora's expert at tracking things, so we'll give it especially our best. Undead. Especially undead. Do uh, you know, do these uh, burial places, do they connect somehow? Um, no more than by roadway. Um, but that might be a really good place for you to start to see what you can determine. Um, but uh, yeah, we like we said, we're expecting that uh, the uh, eventual quarry we're looking for here has got to be hiding somewhere. And it's just a question of determining where it is. And, and like we said, all of the uh, major houses have dedicated a few guards to trying to search the city for some place that could possibly be a hidey hole for this den of iniquity to, to live in. Um, with the raids, are they do they run until all the undead are destroyed, or do they attack and retreat? Is there something we can track away from an attack, or is it only both? Um, in many cases, the um, undead, as you experienced yourselves, I, I do believe at the Fraser household, are unthinking brutes and tend to assault until they are brought low themselves. Um, there have been some cases where um, perhaps more intelligent undead have broken off. What kind of undead have you seen? Well, it runs the gamut. Um, everything from the lowliest of mindless zombies wandering through the streets in packs um, to very uh, ethereal, ghostly ones um, and everything in between. Uh, there have been a few... Uh, you know, that seem to be more in command of the battalions. Others have just been mobs of undead slathering for the blood of the living. Well, to do this, and I'll unhook my two axes, these aren't going to be enough. They, oh. don't do as, they don't do the damage that need to be done to things like these. Yes, we've had many reports about uh, regular weapons um, going and just bouncing off the skin of the major undead. Uh Oh, yes. Well, well, um, I suppose uh, it's the least that Port of Magnum can do to help you out. Which which of you are missing magical items to strike with? I believe I am, and I believe Rogar is. Um, our friendly Kravosh and Petrina here has her own. And Petrin. Sorry, Petrin. And then Nadar has his own magical devices, I believe. So I think it's just myself and... Oh, well, I can definitely scrape something up. Um, Axes, you say? I prefer, but I can use a wide variety. Well, um, actually, you may be in luck. And he uh, stands up and he pulls out a key ring that... You you know the one that the janitor had back in elementary school with 600 (laughs) keys on it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, this this one's about the same size. But imagine instead of modern keys, it's all the, uh, the skeleton keys. And he starts uh, paging through them and, and actually gets to one that's rather small, uh, but it's rather ornate in its its shape. And he says, follow me. And uh, he goes tromping on down the hall okay. and actually goes downstairs into a basement level. And down here, it's it, the basement mainly seems to be supplies. There's, you know, a bunch of food supplies, like hardtack stuff that you know, is going to last a while. Um, I guess for emergencies, um, barrels of water, uh, there's piles of, uh, uniforms and so forth. And then there's uh, racks of armor and then he gets to the very end of the hallway and there's a locked door and he fishes that key into it and it turns easily and opens it up. And there's not a lot in here, 
but there you know th there is a substantial cache of what apparently are i guess the magical weapons and uh he reaches in and and uh says yes and he pulls out two um plus one axes and he says yeah not too many fight with axes so uh that's uh good good for you there um and uh rogar was it yes and i'll raise my halibut up a bit oh hmm and he goes to that. Well, we don't have a halberd. Um, we do have a glaive, though. Would a glaive work? I'm practiced with one. Okay. And he uh, kind of just picks it up and does the whole haft throw to you. Catch it before it impales. <laughs> I'm thinking about my song. I really don't know what's going mm -hmm. on. But rest assured, Badgers fits into it quite prominently. In my head, I'm kind of seeing the dar almost having like a grip on the back of his shirt, just pulling. <laughs> I think a druid would like a song about badgers, <laughs> or don't you like animals? He can druid. I, can I keep these other two here for reclamation later? Yes, of course. Okay. He, he only likes those. good songs. It has badgers. It makes it a good song to a no turtle. You know, he's got a point there. No turtles though. Only bad guys are turtles. Um. Okay. Question. Um, I suppose, uh, I guess if you were doing something like this, you either want something, someplace that nobody would think to look, like it'd be like inconceivable type of deal, or it'd be someplace so out of the way that it was to have been forgotten or overlooked. Yes, that uh, both of those fit the, the bill very nicely. So what two locations do those bring to mind for you? Well, that's uh, that's what I'm hoping you can help out with. Um, like we said, we've got groups of guards going from each of the households to take a look. Uh, so what, whatever you can determine, um, take a look and see what you can find. Leave no stone unturned. We will do so. Mm. I wonder where a smart undead would live. Probably not in the ground. Mm, maybe. Nadar. Yes. When we leave here, perhaps some of your animal friends can help us scour the city a little faster. That is what I was thinking of as well. We will report back here if we find when, when, if, when we find something to yep. report. Any news that you find, uh, let me know right away. Nadar, what would you like to do this? Uh, I'm assuming not here in this armory. Yes. Um really anywhere that i can find an animal i believe there was a rather large park located here that Where sounds like the perfect place to go can you speak to bugs um yes there's lots of bugs uh, he's not wrong <laughs> i love that there's no specified location just a lot of bugs exist that's that that's that that's kvash yeah you yeah. can bug your enemies communications Badger and Bug wah, both wah, start with wah, B. Wah, wah. Yes, they do. So does B boom, and boom. B. Boom, 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 um, boom. Real quick, uh, is a glaive and a halberd like statistically identical? Yes. Okay. One does slashing. One does slashing. They're the same. It's literally. Do you want an axe head or a sword blade? But they're both slashing. Mm. You're thinking there's just something else. It's a blood. I can't remember what it is though. A maul, I think. Yeah. But people are abandoning malls these days. Mm -hmm. 
It's hard Why to find a good mall. Why would they use a building to hit a person? Why wouldn't you want to hit a building with a person? Yeah. That, that would be really cool. We've done it before. Um, mm-hmm. So I imagine there was been around the city. like to go to that large recreation where there are some animals and let Madar have his moment. He'll do whatever he needs to do to try to call in the animals and send them out. Okay, so Nadar, what do you want to do? I'm going to cast Speak with Animals. Okay. Uh, so you go down to the... And yeah, in, in the first circle, there are actually fairly regular open green areas in between the, the various houses. Um, one of the nice things about being in the top three circles, there's, you know... even Actually, even in like the fourth, fifth, and even sixth circle, there there are some park lands. But nothing like the uh, the wide open spaces there in between the the households and in the top three. Although ironically, the top circle not as much as in two and three because most of the top circle has been taken over by household estates with walls around them. You should talk to flies. Flies like the smell of death. Actually, I really kind of wish we had somebody that could maybe detect these creatures naturally, but. That might help too. Although, as we proved in the the mummy episodes, you know, it's it's for the rangers. They can just detect if they're present within a mile, and yeah, we know they're present within a mile. That's yeah. Nadar, yes. How are we doing? Um. Okay. So, what are you gonna do? Gonna start with the birds and work your way to the rats. Yeah, basically. Okay. And and so um, yeah, there are definitely birds available in the parks there that you can go up and start talking to. <laughs> that must be great. If you really think about it—a trilling dragonborn walking through a park. Oh yes. yeah. And and talking so Nadar goes all Disney princess on us, and he's yeah. just kind of walking along, kind of skipping and, like and humming to himself. And you know, a little bluebird comes down and perches on his finger, and then a, a little uh, goldfinch lands on his shoulder. A group of humans wandering through the park. He's like, here's what's going on. Gets a little excited, looks over, and there's just like this group of five dragonborn. And they're like, oh, turn around and go away. Yep. Yep. Just kind of walk quickly the other direction. And so, yeah, you've got uh, some bird attendants. What are you going to do? What are you going to ask them? What are you going to say, Nadar? Let me check what Speak with Animals does. Like, one more turn. Pretty sure you speak, speak with it animals. It does not yeah, charm them. That, like, no, it doesn't. Yeah, it just friendly. allows you to communicate with them. It is yeah. not the same thing as fine steed. That is it's not the same thing as fireball. Um, We're all laughing. What are you going to find I'm sticking going around to top of the bag by? <laughs> I'm going to ask them um, if they themselves know uh, anywhere where lots of the scary undead creatures are coming from or have seen going to. And if not, I'm going to ask for their favor and go to and try and uh, find where the... Um, the darkest and smelliest the things are yeah okay um so they basically say you know since they're creatures of the air that um they've really just been kind of ignoring this threat because as soon as the you know anything untoward happens they can just take off into the air and fly away um and so yeah there's and there's scary things happening all the time you know big dogs and Mm -hmm. small cats and groups of children that throw stones and things like that so um this is just just another page in that particular uh, book there. Um, so yeah, th- there's really not much they do. Um, but roll me persuasion. Oh, plus zero. No problem. Two. Ooh. Okay, yeah. So they they're they're like we're we're little tiny birds. We have no desire to go and help find 
scary things. Um, do you got any birdseed? Maybe some breadcrumbs? I mean, oh, you're a druid. Of course you do. Probably. Okay. <laughs> so th- so they're happy to have a snack with you, but that's about it. Are you Radagast the bronze? Blue. Blue? Mm. Blue. Radagast the blue. See, you yes. got the druid. And and he just blew that last roll. Yep. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. Okay. <laughs> Not the birds, maybe the rats. The bees? Oh. The flowers and the trees. Yep. Dry Don't. bugs. Don't got the trees, but I can do... Well, actually, insects are animals. Yeah. Mm. Although it depends insects on are the insects. That, that's Which part of the animals? animal kingdom. Mm. Um, yeah, we'll go down to the small mammals. Okay. Um, and so there are like squirrels and stuff here, but you don't see any rats. And you know rats. that the rats probably have gone to ground and you probably won't see them again until evening time. Um. So, um, do you want to wait around for evening? Do you want to talk to the squirrels while you're here? Might as well. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, once again, the squirrels come up and, and you're able to feed them some breadcrumbs and they sit back on their little he- hind legs and, you know, chew with their little tiny lips and, and look at you with their beady eyes and they're, oh, so cute. Oh, so cute. Um, but, um, yeah, they, they, and they were happy to hang out. So what do, what do you want to say to the, to the squirrels? Basically the same thing. Okay. And um, they've got a slightly different perspective, um, but not that different. You know, once again, they can fly into the trees, mm-hmm. you know, hot, you know, run up the trunks in there. And so they've been more aware of what's been going on. Um, and and they, they do say that they think that the um, bad things, when they show up, come from over there. And they mm-hmm. kind of indicate off to the eastern part of the uh, first circle is that where the temple of dianect is no that's actually off to the west oh exciting so yeah in fact the eastern part of the circle the fraser household's also to the west of the baronial estate so um you've never actually really been in the eastern part i thank them for their information and if they have any more and they see me to freely come up to me and tell me okay yes so i know that so sorry like I know that talking to animals is good, but like, could we have gotten this information from people? Probably, but sometimes people don't see as much as animals, nor do they see the same way. Animals are worried about survival. People get worried about, or at least these people seem to get worried about whether or not their dresses are clean. Also, I don't like talking to people. Neither do I. People Mm -hmm. suck. Yep. But it's a direction to travel in, and it's more than we had a minute ago. Mm -hmm. The people always stay when I play my songs. A lot do. Well, just because to, you walk into their uh, houses and play music in their houses doesn't mean they're staying for you. Maybe how far are we? How far are we from the uh, Baron's estate where, where the guards were a minute ago? It, so this park is actually almost adjoining. So you're right there, pretty much. Um, I'm gonna walk back over and ask, what's in the eastern side of this area? Uh, and who are you going to ask that of? Just, just, the, just the guard, the guard front? right there that saw us leave. And he he just basically replies, "Well, that's more estates, isn't it?" I don't know. That's what yeah. I'm asking you. Yeah, he says. He oh. says there's estates, there's parks, um, the uh, eastern aqueduct or, um, comes into town there. Just uh, you know, co- yeah, as oh. I'm sorry, a what? An the aqueduct, aqueduct. the uh, the uh, large a water duck I didn't even channel that the water comes into the town from. Is that underground? Uh, 
it it, it goes underground yeah but it, it comes in on an elevated well you've seen it uh it's a big elevated structure arches all that stuff brings in water from the peaks off to the east right point is, is it visible from here um yeah you can just basically kind of see a line of stone that must be the aqueduct coming in i'm just thinking that these things don't need to breathe and if you want to get in without being seen the ones that attacked us were dry are we sure we didn't actually i didn't look hmm. well the, the mummies that attacked you were definitely dry and but the ones that attacked you at the fraser estate no telling Oh, okay. Um, I'm just I'm just saying that yeah. if there's if you have more estates, there's either somebody tied into this thing that's in the state. Hard, kind of hard to prove right now. But we'll go walk and look. But if you're coming from the mountains, which probably aren't often, we take we take care of our mountains. These people never see them. Mm-hmm. So, if you're so used to seeing something that just becomes the norm, then you start blocking it out. I'm just thinking that might be a way to look. Do we want to go ask, like, go over, find the park on the eastern side and ask them, ask the squirrels? I can't, we could do that. Um, I'm going to assume the aqueducts are manned. Let's try your idea in, I said that right, aqueducts? Aqueducts. Mm-hmm. Aqueducts. There's a T. Duct. Is there? It's okay. a duct. So it's not a bird? No. Oh. Unfortunately. Either way, um, we'll try your idea and is let's it? talk to the people first and then we'll see. It is not Aquaman's loyal companion. I'm not saying that. But I am saying that, Howard, Howard that, that Heskin would not know what an aqueduct is. Yes, it's Howard the Duck's second <laughs> yeah. career after his disastrous film in the 80s. Anybody else have an idea besides that? Um, nothing other than I realized that I didn't need to do Speak with Animals because yep. I can just it's do that. It's been a hot minute. Yeah, it's been, it's, been a, it's been a second. Well, let's head over to the aqueducts. Quack, quack, quack. And... See if anyone's there we can talk to. Okay. And it is kind of an amazing thing for you from the mountains. Um, you basically go to the very far eastern side of Porta Magnum. And actually, hang on. I haven't had to pull these out in so long. How long? So long. Ever so long. Haha, <laughs> I am funny. But that's, uh, you know, the the view of Porta Magnum there. I haven't put all the houses in, but that's a view of Porta Magnum there. And you can see that there are those large arched causeways that, that come in from the distance. There are several um, aqueducts that come in and feed the city. As you can imagine, as it started growing from one circle to two to five to the eventual uh, size it is now, that it, they quickly outstrip the ability of any of the wells to provide water for a city that size. That's what I would do. If I wanted to get somewhere without being seen, come come in from a direction and no one ever looks. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you go to the far eastern part of the city there. And like I said, this, this is kind of astounding for you that do not actually work in stone. Uh, you know, the Dragonborn use natural materials, um, hide and wood and so forth. Um, and there is just basically, you can see a man-made river. Um, as you mount the walls and take a look out, as you can see on the, the drawing, just arch after arch after arch um, of this raised causeway, essentially. And it's a good 10 feet wide of water flowing in continuously. So they must have reservoirs or springs or something that 
are up in the mountains and then they just flow downhill all the way to the city. How fast is the water flowing? It actually just kind of creeps along, but then when it's 10 feet wide and a foot or so deep, it doesn't need to go very fast no. in order to uh, provide an awful lot of water to the city. And so it just kind of creeps along and then it gets to the terminus where you are. And at that point in time, it just basically waterfalls down into this large, you know, for lack of a better word, pond, a cistern, and disappears. Hmm. Um, water keeps coming in, but it doesn't overflow. So there must be pipes or something underneath um, that cistern and uh, to you know, lead down into the rest of the city. Is there anybody here to talk to? Uh, there is not. I mean, there's guards on the walls, um, but um, that's about it. It's, it's not like they have like a waterworks department that's just standing there. Oh. Can I check the water to see if it's clean? Yeah. And uh, roll me nature. I'm good at that. 12. Yes, it seems clean. I'm great at the spell. Um, you should see if it tastes. When you turn on the wall, like any. up on the wall. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. yeah, but, okay. but then you have to get up there to uh, take a look at the uh, the causeways coming in. So you could definitely hail one of the guards walking the wall. I'd like to. Okay. And obviously he's um, intimidated in your presence, uh, but uh, he's you know, more than willing to answer any questions. How, how often are the pipes checked? It's like, oh, well, uh, they're down there all the time um you know like at least once a week someone goes down and and does some sort of thing i, mean, I don't know there's a door down there uh, in the wall they go in there and and do something i don't know I, I, i'm assuming the water you know i can take two and two and see the water's coming from the mountains does anyone ever go out there and check them oh yeah i'm sure that you yeah, have to go out on a regular basis i think at least monthly somebody goes and checks the entirety of the integrity of the water system uh, otherwise springs leaks or something hmm. Any idea who that would be? Um, there's a, a whole um, department of, of uh, the water here in, in town. Where would I find them? Um, they should. They, they have an office near the Baron's estate, I think. I never had to go there myself. Okay. I'm going to go take a look just out of curiosity. Take a look at this wondrous marble you've built here. Oh, Is that a problem? Feel free, yeah. I mean... Uh, yeah, for, you, a, for you, anything, yeah. I'm already walking away. It was yeah. a problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to go through the door down there. Anybody want to come with? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because sure. that is a sure way to find trouble. Badgers like dark dens. Ox like me. Um, okay. And or buggies and or When we go back to the Baron, we need rodents. to find the people in charge of these ideas. I'm not saying this is how they're doing it, but I'm just thinking this is a really good way of doing, figuring it out because this seems to go everywhere in the city. And if there, no one can see them above ground. <sighs> now, dog, you can turn into things, right? I sure can. You ever thought about turning into a fish? I, I cannot do that yet. <sighs> Let's do that. I might be able to do that yet. One moment, please. Well, maybe okay, anyways, while he's figuring that out, <laughs> um, so you dismount the wall and go down there to uh, the cistern, and sure enough, right next to the, the actual um, waterwork, the pond that it's, this is cascading into, um, there is, in fact, a door, um, and it's barred, but not locked, um, and it, on the outside, it says, you know, waterworks only, stay out, et cetera, et cetera. Is it barred from the other side? No, from this side. 
Okay. It, it just basically, I mean, it just keep it from from flopping open. Okay. We'll remove the bar. Okay. Open the door. And it leads down into the ground, and it kind of reminds you of the catacombs. But this is a it has a, like a pair of or set of stairs that kind of curls down into the darkness in front of you, and you can kind of just hear the uh, sound of water cascading echoing off of the walls and everything just feels kind of clammy and moist okay take a second and pull out a torch and get it lit um, um mm -hmm. are there sconces on the walls there's chance? nothing apparently okay. the guys must bring their own light with them when they come down here speaking of light can you do that Dadar? no too bad i can make light can you oh, that's makes, right you can he Would makes you? light of many things yes he does but could you light up your staff your cave i can also make light let's do both so i pick up like surely there's like a pebble or something. Oh like. yes, definitely. I pick up a pebble and go, boom boom. Actually, and it echoes. And Kravash, interesting for one strange weird reason. You look into the um, basin next to you that the water's cascading into, and for some reason people have just thrown money in there. I mean, it's almost all copper pieces, but there's just money lying in the in the bottom of the uh, of this basin. I mean, I'll use the pebble because it's in my hand. Mm. So I toss you a light pebble. Okay. And I go boom boom, and and boom, everyone boom. gets a light pebble. Yeah. The boom and, boom reverberates really nicely. And, yeah, they're they're really dense rocks, so the light pebbles are surprisingly heavy. Mm. So this will last for one hour. Also, I would like to um, summon a spirit totem. Oh. I would like to summon a hawk. I mean, and what does that look like? Um, basically, I a hawk just like materializes on my shoulder. And this one is like completely black with glowing blue eyes. Okay. Um, awesome. And, and so the, yeah, that that's so that's more than just a hawk, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What does it do? I'd say uh, it gives us, I believe, advantage on perception checks. Oh, I was hoping for dark vision, but that'll work too. Yeah. Not that yet. We have dark vision. Pebbles. It's true. We have advantage on perception checks while you are within. 30 feet of me. Awesome. Or and you're all within 30 hawk. feet. Yeah. Well, then let's... Specifically okay. the hawk. So you light some torches or some light pebbles, mm. and you uh, start down the stairs. And and I actually put my pebble, I like wedge it in a scale, so it's like a little headlamp. Ow. Ow. He's dense for a reason. Now my hands are free. Yeah. Very good. And um, it's actually fascinating because there is apparently this whole subterranean world that you never knew existed um it goes down uh, you know basically in a circular uh pattern about um 20 feet mm -hmm. um around what must be the base of this water basin this cistern and there are just these large um metal and terracotta pipes that just lead off and then they just kind of spill out into these water channels that then you can see flowing off into large holes in the wall. Um, so apparently the water is just kind of goes diverted into the various directions down here. And, um, you know, just, it's this amazing maze of, of water um, in, in pipes down here. Just big old channels that you could, I mean, they're big enough to walk down. We're going to be down here a while. Um, 
I'm open to any suggestion how to narrow this down because I'm running out of ideas. Yes. Bugs. Talk to bugs. Are there any sort of bugs down here? Are there any sort of anything down here? Um, you can actually uh, hear little scritches and scratches. So, yes, there's definitely some sort of vermin that live down here and probably insects as well. Can I try to look for tracks? Yeah, sure. Give me a survival roll. There's Do also a... useful. 13. It's not bad. There's also a party of five dragonborn in the tunnels that you can see. Yeah. <laughs> Basically go, hello. It was a 13. Okay, yeah, so 13, yeah, you do see there are little little tracks down here. Certainly there are rats that live down here in, in Profusion. And maybe something larger, I mean, might be an opossum or a raccoon or something like that. But some, some other uh, other larger mammals, but definitely definitely rats. You can definitely f- see their little droppings and their, uh, their little footmarks everywhere. Hold on I was a looking second. for, like, undead stuff, but that works too. Well, I'm just going to actually play a little beat of counter charm not while i'm beating this it gives us advantage on charm or against being frightened very good you all feel very bolstered and what are you going to do nadar i basically just like call out to the small beings okay and all of a sudden you see a creature with a mask on it that kind of pokes his head out of one of the smaller pipes, and you realize it's not your friend the raccoon, but it's a raccoon. And it Hello, just my friend the raccoon. It kind of waddles forward and looks up at you, and then it kind of just like holds out one paw. I'm gonna give it some cotton candy. Just kidding. Um, Aww. <laughs> um, I'll give it some like strips of jerky and stuff like that. Okay, and it, it kind of goes over to the first of the little water channels and just kind of plunk, plunk, plunks it down there, washes it, and, and stuffs it in its face and starts nibbling and, and kind of looks back at you. I'm going to ask it the same questions that I asked the um, other animals so far. Yep, and it just basically points one paw down the largest of the uh, channels and says bad things there thank you very much and i'm gonna give it some bread to go along with it okay so it chunks that in the water and then just kind of sorry tortillas tucks it under its its arm and and just kind of disappears under the pipes there well wasn't that adorable I'm hungry. yes it was cute all right well bad and so, yeah, one of the, the, uh, the water spills out into this large channel. And like I said, it's, it's big enough to walk down. It's so big, although it's probably knee deep in water. Mm-hmm. And you feel like it could be much deeper filled. And it just kind of goes off into the dark. Well, this isn't spooky at all. It's not spooky. It isn't because I'm playing my music. Yeah, we're, we're not spooky at all. I can still make the observation. Wow, this could have been spooky. Nadar, do you want to take up the rear, or do you want to take on the advance? Uh, I'm sorry, I just called you Nadar. That's not that wasn't your name. I can take up the rear. <laughs> I think you're going to be in the middle. Okay, well, that's fine too. I wanted to be in the middle because I have the glaive. I can hit the front okay. or the back. Let me try this again. Who wants team. to go first besides myself? I'll go first. I think the uh, speak with go animals. Go quietly and be careful. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, then I'll be behind Petrin. Which one is Rogash? 
Rogar. Rogar. Ro- Rogaine. Ro- you know, I Rogar? swear I'm about to start calling him that. <laughs> hey, right. I'm, I'm right in the middle, I guess. All right. I I've been calling him Rogaine since we first had the first Dragonborn run. I'll be in the back strumming. I or think it's funny that the person who plays at this table with the most hair has the nickname of Rogaine. Yes. It's ironic. It is. Anyway, that's right, ladies. Luxurious locks. Anyway, um, heading down the tunnel. Yes, so you start off into the darkness, and um, it is a little bit close and claustrophobic, just because, I mean, it may be tall enough to uh, to get into, but it's it's still, you're like bumping your head, and, and it's just not that wide. Um, and you start going down there for... You probably seem it seems like forever, but you're probably in there for no more than about fifteen to thirty minutes, mm-hmm. and you find a door on the left side of the passage, and it's a metal door, and you know it lo- looks like it's been, you know, basically just bolted shut, uh, like this was you know maybe some sort of a maintenance hatch or something like that that. Um, just is never never you know used regularly but uh anyways but you know you come across this door is it it, it's currently it's currently bolted in place it's definitely bolted closed um any signs of it being opened recently give me an investigation check bardic inspiration or something i don't know that's not horrible no need that's 15 um in fact actually you take a look and not only does you do you see like scratches around the outside where the door has been opened, but um, you like jiggle a little bit and the bolts fall out. It's as if someone had just put a couple of, you know, old broken bolts in place to make it look like it's bolted closed. Well, here's a here's something interesting. I'll show the broken bolts. I like my lock pick out. <laughs> Puts it back. <laughs> I wanted to use my twenty-two sleight of hand. Damn. Um, look up at the still rolls hinges. Are the hinges rusty? No. Um, they look at one point they were rusty, but this apparently has been opened on a repeated basis, and so now you know how the the, the you get that red dust when the rust has mm-hmm. been, and that is all just broken around the outside of the hinges. I think we should be very very careful because if this is not supposed to be visited very often. This is the exact opposite of that. And you hear me saying, we're not scared. We have no fear. We do not tremble because we're badgers. Yeah, you keep working on that one. It works better in Draconic. I will will nod to Petrin and to... uh, And the badgers don't care. And to Rogar and just start slowly opening the door. Um, Do we see any, like, signs of undead in the area or could it just it all we see is that this door has been used a lot yeah you can just see this door has been used a lot yeah i mean you're, you're in a water channel so any tracks or anything would have been washed away so roll me stealth there heskin oh so not good six okay so um heskin slowly tries to open the door but yeah it just um after a little bit just starts screeching open and it sound in this in the reverberations in the tunnel. It sounds like a like a aerodrome siren from World War II, but it probably right. isn't nearly that loud. But it does sound that way to you? Um, but you do get it open enough that you could slide through. And once again, it's just a dark corridor going off into the distance. There, I should pretend to be a zombie. No, I can do performance. 
Or do you want us to get attacked because someone couldn't open a door? Go for it. So I'm going to do my best zombie performance. Okay, so what are you going to do? Well, I heard the zombies just kind of moan and uh, so. Okay, so you're just gonna uh, wander into the into. Well, the I'm, making this, this this making the happen. zombie just noises. Making the zombie noises like a zombie opened the door. I am so proud right now. You this, enabled this. This is absolutely. Yeah. I take full credit for it. Yes. Twelve. <laughs> there was only one way that would have been any better. You know, when, twelve. <laughs> one number lower. Yep. When this ends up being like a group of human smugglers, and we just walk in like moaning like we're zombies. <laughs> Well, okay, so you, you open the door and make a bunch of moans, and then what are you going to do? Head down the passage. Okay. With our zombie. Uh, you know, I'm going to help you. I'm going to reach well, down. Well, you smell the bad. That's gonna, part of I'm it. I'm going to pull it up to some of the muck from the water and just rub it all over him. There's okay. muck in the water? <laughs> Good idea. I get Actually, advantage. the water is, remar- uh, the bar- is remarkably clean. Um, you get some yeah, water? It's, it's and just it's stone, just but obviously it, it's a little bit slimy down here, mm-hmm. so you can probably find some slime on the wall. Yeah, that's about <laughs> it. You okay. wet some of the crust on That him. helps me get into character. <laughs> yes. Method acting works. Zombie okay, badgers. So you, you start creeping down the hallway. And once again, this is just like some sort of a maintenance portal or something like that. And, you know, and one of the interesting things is as soon as you take a couple of steps out, you realize this area is totally dry. Everything else has been kind of moist. But apparently, um, you know, when they bolted this thing shut, it is really kind of bolted, you know, sealed it off from the rest of the. Uh, so we're not in water anymore? No, no. This is a, the door is above the level of the water. Like gotcha. I said, some kind of a maintenance portal. And um, yeah, the, it's, it's it, uh, apparently it's been the door has been effective at keeping the moisture out. And Does uh, that mean this, there are tracks? this whole area is nice and dry. And actually, give me a, a survival roll there. Off the table. That was actually a natural 20. That's still pretty good. Uh, 26. Okay, and actually, yes, something has been walking up and down the dust in this passage there, Petron. And you creep forward. Dust. And it opens up into a much larger space. And all of a sudden, you just hear something kind of moan in the distance. And you can just see on the edge of the light uh, that you're casting some shapes moving i'm gonna throw my light pebble at them and that's where we're gonna stop today Dungeon Master's Notes. Okay, well, first off, big apologies. We totally, totally, totally meant to get back to the whole story with Noan by now. But life just has a funny way of getting in the way. And so here we are. We're back with the Dragonborn one more time. Uh, Well, maybe more than one more time. They clearly have gotten themselves into something here. And we'll just have to see what that is. And so, very interesting. The other thing I wanted to talk about was I came up with Port and Magnum. I drew up pictures showing the aqueducts coming in. By the way, those are available on our website. And I never thought about what happens after the water gets 
into the walls. So I had to go and kind of make up this whole waterworks thing, whole cloth uh, while we were doing the episode and uh, came out pretty good. But the more I think about it, it's like, how does the waterworks work in the city? So something I'll put some more thought to because there's a whole lot of things that can be investigated there. But anyways, the Dragonborn are getting themselves into trouble. But we're going back to see what's happening with no one right next. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens to the Dragonborn many episodes from now. Until then, let us know what you think. Subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head. <laughs>